Innalhamdalillah Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiruhu Wa na'udhu billahi min syururi anfusina Wa min sayyati a'malina Man yahdihillahu falamudillalah Wa man yudlil falahadiyalah Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu rasuluh Sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa sallama tasliman kathira Amma ba'd faqad qala Allahu ta'ala ya ayyuhalladhina amanu attaqullaha haqqa tuqatih wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun ya ayyuhannasu attaqu rabbakum alladhi khalaqakum min nafsin wahidah wa khalaqa minha zawjaha wa batha minhuma rijalan kathiran wa nisaa wattaqullaha alladhi tasa'aluna bihi wal arham inna allaha kana alaykum raqiba Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu attaqullaha wa qulu qawlan sadida Yuslih lakum a'malakum Wa yaghfir lakum dhunubakum Wa man yuti'illaha wa rasulahu Faqad faza fawzan azima Amma ba'd fa inna aslaqal hadithi kitabullah Wa khayrul hadhi hadhi muhammad Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Wa sharral umuri muhdathatuhah Wa kulla muhdathatin bid'ah Wa kulla bid'atin dalalah Wa kulla dalalatin finnar أيها المسلمون عباد الله قال أمير المؤمنين عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه حاسبوا أنفسكم قبل أن تحاسبوا وزنوا أنفسكم قبل أن توزنوا أمير المؤمنين عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه he said حاسبوا أنفسكم قبل أن تحاسبوا bring yourself to account or take stock of yourselves before you are taken to account Bring yourself to account before you are taken to account. And he said, وَزِنُوا أَنفُسَكُمْ قَبْلَ أَن تُوزَنُوا Weigh your deeds before your deeds are weighed. Weigh your deeds before your deeds are weighed. So the issue of taking stock of oneself, of questioning oneself, of doing introspection, this was a practice of the Salaf, of this Ummah. May Allah have mercy on them all. As Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu anhu he said and he advised and Hassan al-Basri rahimahullah he also said you will never meet a believer except that he brings himself to account you will never meet a believer except that he brings himself to account whereas the evil the wretched individual the wicked person he never worries with himself he never ever takes himself into account and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He speaks about these types of people in Surah Al-Kahf and He says, وَلَا تَعْدُ عَيْنَاكَ عَنْهُمْ تُرِيدُ زِينَةَ الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَلَا تُطِعْ مَنْ أَغْفَلْنَا قَلْبَهُ عَنْ ذِكْرِنَا وَاتَّبَعَ هَوَاهُ وَكَانَ أَمْرُهُ فُرُطًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, And do not obey those whose hearts we have made heedless of our remembrance. مَنْ أَغْفَلْنَا قَلْبَهُ عَنْ ذِكْرِنَا their hearts are heedless, negligent of our remembrance. And those, do not obey those who only follow their desires. And whose state is total loss. So subhanAllah, we find from this ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warning us about a specific group of people. And encouraging us not to be of these type of people and not to obey them. And they are those whose hearts have been made heedless. They are in a state of ghaflah. They are in a state of ghaflah. So what is ghaflah? 
What's the difference between ghafla and for example jahal? We have something we know which is jahal, which is ignorance. Jahal means that we don't know. We have no knowledge on a particular issue. So we are juhal or we are a jahil in that particular issue. Any particular matter that we have no knowledge about it, then we are like a jahil in that matter. Meaning we are ignorant. We don't have knowledge over that particular issue. But the ghafilin, the people of ghafla, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he speaks about the people of ghafla in this verse. He speaks about the people whose hearts have been made negligent or heedless of our, of our reminder. The people of ghafla. So what is ghafla? What is this that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is warning us about? Ghafla we usually translate as heedlessness or negligence. But what it really means is it's the opposite. Or it's, a, it's, it's different to jahal. In the sense that the person has knowledge. He understands what he's doing. He understands the issue. But he still goes ahead and does the haram. He knows very well what he's doing is wrong. But out of heedlessness, he follows his desires. And that's the second part of the verse. What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warns against. That he goes and he only follows his, his desires. So Allah describes these people as those. Their hearts are heedless from our reminder. And they only fulfill their desires. But then Allah says their, their condition their affair, their state is one that is in total loss. So do not be like these people. And this is why Hassan al-Basri rahimahullah, he also said that the slave will never cease to be in a state of goodness as long as he ad admonishes himself. As long as he takes stock of himself. So the mu'min is the one who follows this advice of Umar ibn Khattab. This is the true believer. The one whose heart is alive. The one whose heart is beating with Iman and with Taqwa. He brings himself to account. Before he is taken to account, referring to Qiyamah. And he weighs his deeds. Before his deeds are weighed, referring to the big scale and the of Qiyamah. So this is the true mu'min. He looks at himself. He asks himself the question, where are you heading? In what direction are we heading? Are we getting closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Or are we straying further away from Him? Ghafla, which is where we know what we are doing is haram, and we continue to do the haram. We know true and well that Looking and watching something is haram and we continue to watch. Listening to something is haram and we continue to listen. Investing into something is haram, spending on something is and we continue to do it. Without taking heed. This is what ghafla is, heedlessness. That's what this word heedlessness means. We always hear this in the khutab, in the, khutab, in the advices of the scholars, of the du'at, of the teachers. Do not make us of those who are heedless. This is what it means. We are not of those who follow our desires. Knowing that something is haram and we continue to follow that which is haram.
and ghafla is far worse than jahal. Ghafla is far worse than ignorance. If a person didn't know that he is doing haram and he indulged in haram, he may still be excused for his ignorance. But a person who knows what he is doing and doesn't care or he continues, this is far worse. Because he has no excuse in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is ghafla that destroys the heart. It's ghafla that blackens the heart. It is ghafla that hardens the heart. Subhanallah. So let us be of those who take care. And not of those who are heedless. And of those who follow their desires. Wallahu musta'an. Now that Ramadan has left. It's the perfect time to do introspection. The perfect time to do introspection. Let us look at ourselves over this past week and take account of ourselves. Let us take stock and weigh our deeds. And let us ask ourselves the question, have I continued upon goodness since the month of Ramadan or have I slacked off? Undoubtedly, Ayyuhal Muslim, the purpose of creation, the purpose behind Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creating all of us was that we attain ubudiyah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that we reach the purpose and the highest aim in this world, which is to, to reach servitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to become a true slave of Allah. Someone who truly worships Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and worships Him alone. On a daily basis, morning and evening, day in, day out, a true abid, a true slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is one who worships Him on a daily basis. وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ In Surah Al-Dhariyat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, I did not create the jinn, nor mankind, except to worship me. Except for one main reason, and that is to worship me alone. So this is the purpose of life. This is the ultimate aim in the life of the mu'min. That he loves his day in the servitude of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And alhamdulillah, we achieved this in the most beautiful of ways during the month of Ramadan. When we came to the masajid in groups, individually, we strove hard to perform our obligatory salah on time, to give our zakah, to pay charities. And we competed with one another in good deeds. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and for this, let those who strive let them, for this, let them strive. For those who are striving, let them strive for this. But there remains the case of those whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He keeps firm after the month of Ramadan. He keeps them firm in this dunya and in the akhirah. And these, these are the people of istiqamah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, إِلَيْهِ يَصْعَدُ الْكَلِمُ الطَّيِّبِ وَالْعَمَلُ الصَّالِحُ يَرْفَعُهُ 
وَالَّذِينَ يَمْكُرُونَ السَّيِّئَاتِ لَهُمْ عَذَابٌ شَدِيدٌ وَمَكْرُ أُولَٰئِكَ هُوَ يَبُورٌ That to him alone good words ascend كَلِمُ الطَّيِّبٌ And righteous deeds are raised up by him And as for those who plot evil then they will suffer a severe punishment And the plotting of such people is doomed to fail The pious and sincere mu'min should fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and strive to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at all times. Persisting in his taqwa and always striving to do good deeds. Calling others to Allah, enjoying what is good and forbidding what is evil. For the believer, his days and his nights in this world, they are khazain. They are storehouses or vaults. So let him see what he can deposit in them. If he deposits good things in them, it will testify in his favor before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah. And if it is the opposite, then it will be a disaster for him. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to save us and you from that. The ulama rahimahumullah have said that among the signs of a good deed or among the signs of an acceptance, of acceptance of good deeds, is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala causes one hasana to follow another. A sign of righteousness, a sign of a good deed being accepted is that it leads you to more good deeds. Often people ask the question with regards to hajj. How do I know my hajj was accepted? This is something that only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows. Which deeds of ours are accepted and which is rejected, only Allah knows. But one of the signs of an accepted hajj, an accepted Ramadan, is that after hajj, after Ramadan, the person continues upon righteousness. He continues upon taqwa. And he does not go back to the way he was before hajj or before Ramadan. This is one of the signs that we can use to judge for ourselves, not to judge others and to be worried if their deeds are accepted or not. It's to worry about our own deeds, our own a'mal. Has it been accepted or not? And this is why we do introspection. For one good deed leads to another. And just like that, one sayyi'ah, one evil deed leads to another. So have we benefited from Ramadan? Let us, in, let us think about this week. Let us look at ourselves how this week has gone and see if our period of training has worked, Ramadan is not a once-off. It's our training for the entire year. It's the time when we build ourselves up to make us stronger so that we worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala throughout the year. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَا اللَّهِ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا تَتَنَزَّلُ عَلَيْهِمُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ أَلَّا تَخَافُوا وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا وَأَبْشِرُوا بِالْجَنَّةِ الَّتِي كُنْتُمْ تُوَعَدُونَ Indeed, those who say, our Lord is Allah, and then they stand firm. They are people of istiqamah, people of steadfastness. They don't just make claims that our Lord is Allah, and then they go, and they follow their desires. There are those who say, our Lord is Allah, thumma And then they remain steadfast. 
every single day, every single night, they remain as steadfast as possible. What about these people? Allah says, upon them, the angels will descend. Referring to the time of death. Malaika will descend upon them. Saying to them, Do not fear and do not grieve. But receive the glad tidings of paradise which you have been promised. We have been your friends in this life and we will be your friends in the year after. وَلَكُمْ فِيهَا مَا تَشْتَهِي أَنفُسُكُمْ وَلَكُمْ فِيهَا مَا تَدَّعُونَ We have been your friends in this, year, in this life and in the year after. And therein you shall have all that your desires desire or your inner selves desire. And therein you shall have all for which you ask. So this standing, this istiqama should remain after Ramadan. From one Ramadan to the next, from one Jumu'ah to the next, from one Hajj to the next, from one Umrah to the next, from one Salah to the next, the believer, these are his times when he comes back to Allah and he remains steadfast in between. In fact, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, As-salatu ila salah wa Ramadan ila Ramadan, wal-hajj ila al-hajj. He said from one salah to the next and one Ramadan to the next Ramadan and between one hajj and one to the next hajj. This expiates for whatever sins were committed between them. As long as you avoid major sins. So the believer should join this group, this caravan of those who stand firm, the people of Istiqamah. And he should board the ship of salvation from the time when he reaches the earliest age of discretion until he reaches his last breath. He should stay in the shade of La ilaha illallah, enjoying the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This religion is the haqq, it is the truth. And the way in which we steadfastly adhere to it in Ramadan is that with which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala honors us by his bounty so that we can continue our qiyam and our fasting and our worship after the month of Ramadan. So let us not forget, ayyuhal mu'minun, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he blessed us with the itikaf. He blessed us by allowing us to give charity. He blessed us with fasting and he blessed us with dua which has been accepted insha'Allah. Let us not forget to take care of these good deeds and this support from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and do not let them be wiped out by our evil deeds. So we strive to cultivate our goodness and happiness and to keep company with those who remain steadfast in Islam and to seek Allah and His Messenger and the home of the year after, where it will be said to you, Abshir bi Jannah, Arduha Samawat wal Ard, Uidat al Muttaqeen. Receive glad tidings of paradise as wide as the heavens and the earth, prepared for the pious. 
For you responded to the call of Allah, Aqulu hadha al-qawl, wa astaghfirullah al-azim li wa lakum, wa li walidayya wa li walidikum, wa li sa'il al-muslimina min kulli dham, fastaghfiruh, innahu huwa al-ghafuru rahim. Alhamdulillah ala ihsanih, wa shukru ala tawfiqihi wa amtinanih, وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له تعظيما لشأنه وأشهد أن نبينا محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وسلم تسليما مزيدا أيها المسلمون اعلم أخي أن أحب الأعمال إلى الله ما دوم عليه وإن قله فقد قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أيها الناس عليكم من الأعمال ما تطيقون فإن الله لا يمل حتى تملوا وإن أحب الأعمال إلى الله ما دوهم عليه وإن قله وكان آل محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم إذا عملوا عملا ثبتوه أي داموا عليه رواه مسلم أيها المسلمون You should know that the dearest of all deeds to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The most beloved of a'mal of deeds to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are those that are continuous, even if they are but a little. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, O people, do whatever you can of good deeds. Do whatever you can of good deeds. For Allah does not get tired until you get tired. The most beloved of deeds to Allah are those which are continuous, even if they are a little. The most beloved of deeds to Allah are those which are consistent are those which are continuous, even if they are but a few. And the family of Muhammad وسلم, when they did something, they would persist in doing it. Rawahu Muslim. And when Rasulullah was asked a question, Which deeds are most beloved to Allah? He said, Adwamahu wa in he said, those which are continuous or the most consistent, even if they are but a little. So when we say, continue the goodness of Ramadan, this doesn't mean you need to recite the same amount of Quran that you recited in the month of Ramadan. And fast the same amount of days that you fasted in the month of Ramadan. And pray the same amount of Qiyam, the way you prayed in the month of Ramadan. Rather, it's expected that we do more in these months, in the blessed month of Ramadan, and in the blessed times. But the point is that we continue with that goodness, even if it's less, even if it's much less. But consistency is key. And this, this is the most beloved thing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that our deeds are not once-off. Our deeds are consistent, even if it is very, very few. هذا وصلوا وسلموا رعاكم الله على بشير النذير فقد أمركم الله بذلك في كتابه فقال عز من قائل عليما إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وارض اللهم عن الخلفاء الراشدين أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وعن بقية الصحابة وتابعين وتابع التابعين وعنا معهم بمنك وكرمك وإحسانك يا أكرم الأكرمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين 
اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين ودمر أعداءك أعداء الدين يا مولانا يا رب العالمين اللهم انصر المسلمين والمستضعفين في كل مكان اللهم وكن لهم ناصرا ومعينا ومؤيدا وحفيظا اللهم وعليك بأعداء الدين فإنهم لا يعجزونك اللهم أصلح أحوال المسلمين في كل مكان اللهم أصلح أحوال المسلمين في كل مكان اللهم أصلح أحوال المسلمين في كل مكان وعليك بأعدائهم يا قوي يا متين اللهم أرنا فيهم عجائب قدرتك اللهم أرنا فيهم عجائب قدرتك اللهم أرنا فيهم عجائب قدرتك اللهم أحصهم عددا واقتلهم بددا ولا تبق منهم أحدا يا ذا الجلال والإكرام اللهم أصلح أحوالنا اللهم يا محول الحال حول أحوالنا إلى أحسن الحال يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك اللهم يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم إنا نسألك الهدى والتقى والعفة والغنى اللهم إنا نسألك الإخلاص اللهم إنا نسألك الاستقامة اللهم إنا نسألك الاستقامة يا ذا الجلال والإكرام ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار عباد الله رحمكم الله وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين